podcast is brought to you by the good people over at Gamefly. With over 9,000 titles for the PS4, PS3, Xbox One, Xbox 360, Nintendo Switch, Wii, and other consoles, there's no better time for gamers to make the most of their systems by using Gamefly to play all the new and classic games for as little as 32 cents a day. To start your 30-day free trial, head on over to cinemageekly.com slash Gamefly or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's a brand new episode of I'm a Doctor, Not a Podcast. Cinema Geekly Star Trek Podcast. It's the Chief Petty Officer, Anthony Lewis, and the Captain, Aurora Bubaloo. Yes. Aurora, how Hello. are you doing? I'm a little bit sick, but I see, I still, I'm still doing my duties as Captain. Okay. Well, <laughs> once this shift is over, I highly recommend you visit Sick Bay. Yes, uh, I will. And and get and get some much needed rest. Uh, mm-hmm. Fleet Admiral Ben Knight currently out of communication range. Uh, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, he could not be reached literally. Via subspace. Yes, he could not be reached <laughs> via subspace. Subspace is down in uh, in Brighton right now, so uh, he could not be contacted. But he will join us uh, next week uh, to talk about episode eight. But for now, it's uh, Star Trek Picard season one, episode seven, called Nepenthe, and. Uh, it starts actually here's here's something we learned and i would like to say that uh, i'm gonna call this a victory on my part i ben was going with uh gerardi being a a like a romulan mm-hmm. spy and i'm like no i think she was just like shown some stuff like she's seen yeah. things and that made her change her mind and that was revealed here in this episode yes we get a flashback uh where commodore o met with gerardi at the Daystrom Institute, but we get to see the rest of the scene where uh, Commodore O mind melds with Gerardi, which, by the way, has me thinking Commodore O is also not a Romulan. I don't think Romulans mind meld. Now, Ben might be able to come in here and be like, actually, sir, you were incorrect about that. But (laughs) as far as on-screen stuff, I don't think I've ever seen Romulans mind meld. So Yeah, me neither. I think that means Commodore O is, in fact, a Vulcan. She mind melds with Gerardi and convinces her of the danger of synthetic life uh, and also had her ingest a tracking device. So she was so, Gerardi was so convinced, like she was shaking when she Mm -hmm. ingested this tracking device. Like, but she did it immediately. Like, what do I have to do? Mm -hmm. Uh, Meanwhile, Picard takes Soji to the home of William Riker and Deanna Troy on the planet Nepenthe. Uh, they offer Jean-Luc and Soji some sanctuary, and their daughter, Kestra, tries to befriend Soji. Soji learns that she is an android and is having trouble 
uh, trusting anyone after Narek's betrayal. But she tells them about her dream, and Kestra is able to learn the planet's location from a family friend. Kestra convinces Soji to trust Picard. Meanwhile, Nerissa kills Hugh and the other ex-Borg before dying. Hugh tells Elnor mm. that he needs a former Borg to activate the Queen's cell and retake control of the artifact. Elnor uses an SOS beacon that Seven left Picard to call for help. Uh, the Serena's crew tries to get to Nepenthe, but are being chased by Narek, who is following the tracker that is inside Gerardi. Feeling guilty, she uses a neurotoxin to put herself in a coma, disabling the tracker. The Serena eventually reaches Nepenthe and picks up Picard and Soji. Aurora, what did you think of episode seven? So I have a disclaimer. Okay. I know that we've been discussing a lot about how this this show is is been a little bit slow mm -hmm. in progressing the action. Yes. You know, and like the, the main uh plot that we want to see. Mm -hmm. Which is evident in this episode as well. Yes. But I don't care about that because this episode should have been should be renamed. Let's see how many times we can make Aurora cry. <laughs> I mean, that's a long episode. Title, I cried so much in this episode. I don't know yeah. why I was so emotional. If, as soon as I saw Troy, mm -hmm. I cried. Then I saw Riker, yeah. I cried. When they were hugging, I cried. I cried uh, the whole time they were together. Yeah. I. It was so emotional for me. Yeah. No, I mean, I got emotional too watching it. It's just seeing old friends. Yeah. That's what it is. Like yeah. these people were I mean, you know, you love you love Next Gen, I love Next Gen. Like mm -hmm. we grew up with Next Gen. Yep. So these people in a way are like TV family to us. Like Oh we've, yeah. We've known them our whole lives. Like I go back and watch their adventures all the time. And mm -hmm. like even when it's on even if I've watched my fill of Star Trek and it's just on BBC America or something like that, and I'm flipping channels, I will regularly stop and just watch a little bit of Next Gen when it's on TV. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. just getting to see them again in something new and fresh, it just, yep. it's a warm, warm, warm blanket. I I, yeah. I liked it too. Yeah, and I've mentioned in this, in this podcast before that Troy is not my favorite character. Mm-hmm. I was still emotional when I saw her. Yeah. Uh, and and Riker, to me, is like, Riker is at the top of my favorite characters in TNG. Mm -hmm. um, I've and just freaks in general. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me emotional. So just see him in the in the kitchen cooking for his family. It was just that was just enough for me to like mm -hmm. get very sentimental. Um, hey, dad, stop yelling. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, um, it was so wholesome the whole episode. Yeah, that I didn't mind that we were kind of like still in the same um, situation in a way. Yes, like there was not a lot of progress being made, but it was nice to yes. see them interacting. And then um, there were a couple of scenes where they talk about Data mm -hmm. and they remember him, and 
do a lot of references to TNG. Yes. That also made me emotional. It was crazy. I was like, what is this? Why are we crying so much? Specific <laughs> specifically, I want to mention I loved their daughter Kestra. Oh. I thought yeah. she was a lot of fun in this mm-hmm. episode. And a, a lot of that stuff comes from her. So like Soji's older than she is, but you know, it's I they also kind of explained that they Troy and Riker had a son who had died. He had, right. he had gotten sick, I guess, and uh, had died. And Troy was talking about how um, Kestra was still like hurting uh, for her brother. And she takes to Soji kind of like a sibling a little bit, mm-hmm. like a friend. And she <laughs> she's just talking to them. She's talking to Soji about data and captain picard and she's like she's asking like your data's daughter like you know so mm-hmm. uh, do do you like shakespeare do you like <laughs> sherlock holmes uh you know like asking all can you jump really high can you like mm-hmm. are you super strong yep. uh she's just asking all this stuff and she's like you know um he's a guy that my dad served with and picard was the captain and he was like the greatest captain in like the whole universe mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh my god, she's every Star Trek fan ever. Yes, she was literally a Star Trek fan <laughs> inside uh, a Star Trek show. Yes. It was amazing. Um, I really, I really liked her, and they yeah. they made for a good, uh, they made for a good family. And you can you can them. totally see her being the daughter of Troy in Riker. Like you can see mm-hmm. that that girl will come out like that, raised by those two amazing people. Yeah, I I <laughs> right? really liked her. Uh, can we discuss for a minute bunny corns? <laughs> they have unicorn bunnies. I'm like, oh, those are cute. And then later it's like pizza with bunny corn sausage. <laughs> you kill the bunny corns? <laughs> you monsters. You can replicate anything. Why did you kill the so bunny corns? It's not the same thing. It's not the same uh, taste. I know. I, know. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Riker. We've seen this with Riker before. He's wanted to make. Yeah. He's wanted to make food the au naturel. He's got like a wood burning like pizza oven outside, which, by the way, mm-hmm. awesome. Oh, they had my dream house. They yeah. had my dream house. Oh, it was beautiful. Yes. Oh. Um, that place probably exists somewhere. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, let's let's go there, everybody. But oh my god, I yeah, I liked I liked all of that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there was a little bit of weird. Like Picard was kind of an asshole to Soji. But Troy, like, set him straight. She pushed him. It was amazing. Yeah. Oh, because she was mad. Yeah. Well, I mean, because people, yeah. people keep talking about how Picard doesn't feel, like, fully like Picard to them. But mm-hmm. I think it has been noted. I think Ben noted. It was, like, way back in that first or second episode where the doctor told him that his condition is like, made him a little more, um, a little more loose with his feelings and actions or whatever mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. he may act a little out of character at times but troy came in and like set him straight because she did she was just like not sure like soji's not sure if anything's real or who she can trust and picard was like what, what are you talking about you're nuts and troy's like are you are you serious dude like <laughs> do you know what she's been through you know what her life has been like mm-hmm. uh i so I like that. I think that little moment was there to kind of reset his bearings a little yep. bit. But yeah, I I like this. I don't like that he was dead. That's a yeah. bummer. 
Yeah. Like, oh man, I mean, all this time. Someone had to Someone had today. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and and it's going to reintroduce Seven into the show. Yes. Uh, as well. Yeah. So she's not done. She's coming back. Um, I still don't. I keep here. I've heard rumors that like Worf may appear in the show at oh some God. point. And I yeah, need that. Yeah, let's just keep finding more ways to make me cry. Let's yeah. just keep finding more ways. Let's bring them all back. We need, let's get Jordy <laughs> in there. What's he up to? Oh my God. I'll even take Barkley at this point. Give me Red. I need Barkley. to see Crusher. Crusher, please. Wes? Or. Yes. Wesley. Wes and uh, let's get, let's get Bev. Like, I, we haven't heard anything about Beverly or, or Wes, mm-hmm. but. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, let's make that. Let's bring everybody in, man. Like oh, please, please. Let's bring in yeah. some people from the other shows. Like we brought seven. Like let's get everybody else in here too. Like <laughs> let's just use this as as like a way to sneak in as many people uh, from the other Star Treks as we possibly can. Because please, I love living in that world. I mean, did you see that clip from the View that uh, Patrick I, Stewart asked Whoopi yes. to be the show? Yeah. Yes, and she will, and she will, in fact, yeah. be in season she two. She will, yeah. Um, yeah. So you're right. There is a lot of. They're still moving pretty slow. It looks like they're saving everything for uh, like the last. Yeah, the, definitely the, previous, the last. Maybe for the next episode looked intense. Yes, it looks like they're saving everything essentially for the last three episodes. The last two episodes are. Uh, are a two-parter. Mm-hmm. So it looks like they're saving everything for the last, uh, the last little bit. And they've certainly, I, I feel like they've, it doesn't feel like they've wasted time to me though. Yeah. It's moving it's just, slow. Just moving slow. Yeah. But I don't feel like time has really been wasted. Yeah, but I mean, I I appreciate that even though it's moving slow, they're doing a lot of fan service, which yes, it's fine with me. They they have <laughs> they have found ways to continue to do this, even though, um, you know, they they found ways to do this, even though, uh, they're yeah, they they've avoided just going full fan servicey like they could have, right. but they didn't. Um, right. Like, there's very little to do with Starfleet really in this. They're not on a Federation ship, uh, mm-hmm. things like that. So, uh, how about Rios and mm-hmm. uh, talking with Gerardi? And do you think? Uh, do you think Rios has? I don't know how to politely put this. Uh, a boner bias. Uh, <laughs> Because a hundred percent. Okay, because like Gerardi's looking like really nervous when he's like, they must be following us. Somebody on here must be like giving them something, and she's mm-hmm. like, you think so? Uh, and he's like, she's yeah. Like she I think literally, it's, yes, literally told him it's me. She tried to, like, yeah. Well, uh, well, that's not exactly what she said, but he's but like, you can, like, it was so obvious. I yeah. was like, dude. <laughs> well, because she's looking very nervous as he's saying this to her, and he looks or dead in the eye and he's like I think it's Raffi mm-hmm. and she's like oh it's not her it's not Raffi he's like oh you think it's you <laughs> and she's like quivering <laughs> like holding back, holding back tears yes <laughs> and he's like nah it can't be and, I slept and then with he you. goes and confront, confronts Raffi and I was like are you serious yes right now <laughs> uh, 
I mean, he's he's like, it can't be you. I slept with you. I wouldn't make such a horrible decision. Now, good day. Uh, and he just got up and left. Uh, she had to take matters into her own hands, injected herself with a neuro- neurotoxin. So Gerardi is not a bad guy. She just was shown something horrible, and it's like, we need to prevent this from happening, and did whatever it took to do it, even though it hurt her deeply inside. Uh, mm-hmm. But eventually... It took me a while to, to figure out what she was doing, because I at first I thought she was killing herself. Yes. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like, I don't... Eventually, it's like, enough is enough for her. I think mm-hmm. she reached a point where maybe she's doubting her decision. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I enjoyed I enjoyed the episode. I thought it was I think yep. most of it was saved by the the Riker and Troy stuff just cuz, you know, as you said, it was it was just great. It's just great yep. to see them all What about the security it. security system that Riker has in Holy his house? Holy cow. <laughs> I want that in my house. <laughs> I wouldn't you love to just go shields up? Oh, in your be house? amazing. When you have like like people trying to sell you stuff. And just be like, "Heels up!" Yeah. You see somebody coming to your door with like a, like a, uh, I don't know, like a. I'm trying to think. Just People don't go door to door to sell anything anymore, really. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of. I'm, like, I'm sitting here thinking like a vacuum cleaner. Like, no, it's not the 1950s. <laughs> like nobody does that. Uh, like a door to door. Like maybe somebody's trying to get you to like sign a petition, right, or something right. like that. Right. Um, or, you know, maybe it's a, uh, maybe it's somebody from like the, the church of Latter-day Saints or something coming to like right. preach at your door, like right. shields up, shields up, arm photon he torpedoes. You like had like an anti-cloaking. Yes. Like a scanner. Like 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 I was like, what? <laughs> He's loaded for bear. Like Riker's it's like amazing. living his living his peaceful life. But now they did mm-hmm. mention with Riker too that he's not fully retired. He's on active reserve. Yeah. He's like, yeah. but I don't plan on coming back anytime soon. He's like, unless they really, mm-hmm. really need me for something. He's like, I'm on active reserve. So he's yeah. essentially semi-retired uh, mm-hmm. as well. And boy, living the best semi-retired life. Yeah, he's just chilling, cooking for his family. I don't know why they were. Do you notice how many candles they had in the table? Yeah, I'm like, they don't believe in insane. electricity. Yes. Except but it for was the, too many. <laughs> except for the fact that he can raise shields on his house. But you know what? Let's light the candles. Maybe. <laughs> he was too, way too much. I was like, whoa. It was like so obvious. I was like, wow, that's a lot of candles. You, who, you know, who? maybe the shields just, there's too much. They took up too much power. They couldn't turn the lights on. That was insane. <laughs> it was weird, but uh, maybe he just likes the ambiance, you know? I, I mean, candlelight makes you look better. Yeah. Candlelight, a so. candlelight wood stove pizza dinner. Yes, bunny corn sausage. Uh, (laughs) Unbelievable, those monsters. Uh, It's just a, it's a bunny with a little horn. Uh, Uh, So yeah, I, I think I liked all of that stuff. But the thing, Mm -hmm. I, the thing I don't like about these episodes is, I think it's something I kind of alluded to earlier in the podcast a little bit. But all this really does is make me want to know what what's going on with everybody else. I like everybody else. Yeah. Like, and it just yeah. spreads out. I'm like, uh, you know, what's chief O'Brien up to? 
Mm-hmm. And then that spreads me into like DS9. I'm like, what's Dax up to? Did Cisco ever mm-hmm. come back from the the wormhole alien thing? Right. Like, right. what's going on there? Where's Bashir? What's going on mm-hmm. with Worf? Uh, is Martok still the head of the Klingons? Do Klingons look like they do in Discovery, or do they look like normal Klingons? <laughs> like, I have so many questions. Like, what's Captain Janeway up to? Is she an admiral? Uh, Bashir went to the Game of Thrones world. Never came back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't survive it over there, no. He didn't survive there, no. Spoilers. Uh, spoilers if you haven't seen Game of Thrones. Uh, but yeah, that just brings up so many questions, and it's like, oh man, they shouldn't have gone back to this timeline. I want answers for everything, man. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. give me give me more Deep Space Nine, give me more Voyager, please. Uh, yeah. And... Uh, yeah, I just, but I like this episode. Let's 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 yeah. try to stick to Picard in the here and the now. Uh, we'll talk about the Deep Space Nine uh, season eight when they eventually decide to make that. Uh, <laughs> they'll get there, everybody, at the rate that they're making Star Trek shows. It's only a matter of time. They might. They might. Uh, any Never final know. any final thoughts on episode seven? And what would you give it? I mean, I'm conflicted with the score because I'm tempted to give this a perfect score. Just, But I think it's because I... It brought out it, all the feelings. Yeah, yeah. But is it a five episode? No. No, it wasn't for me either. Yeah. Right? Um, I think I think a solid four is good. Mm, I give it a four. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of that is hinging on it, just the nostalgia feelings. Yeah. Like those characters getting to see each other again. Mm-hmm. Was like that was enough for me, right there. They they could have just spent that whole time hugging and then just catching up on old times, and that was the whole episode. Yeah, they did advance. Yeah. They did advance a few things, but not a lot. It moved along mm-hmm. a, a bit of a snail's pace. This was this episode was really more about Soji learning her truth and trying to start living with it. Mm-hmm. Um, right. You know, I like that scene during the dinner where she's still standoffish and Picard's like you're an android like use your senses like mm-hmm. you know look at me look at my pupils like look at look at like the skin response look at my body language like you know you can trust me and right. I love I loved and she did she looked mm-hmm. at him and she was able to tell like she could trust him um I loved all of that stuff uh but most of this episode really just hinged on the you know, we know you wanted to see these characters together and we're giving it to you. Mm-hmm. Like Riker and Picard hanging out on that dock, just hanging out like old, oh, old it was friends. So good. I it just, was so good. yeah, I love that stuff. I can't get enough of it. Give me more of it. Bring, bring all yeah. those other characters in here. Yes. Let's, let's have Picard meet all of the characters that he didn't get to meet from the other shows. <laughs> like, that's where I'm at. Like, uh, we need, I'll, I'll take Picard hanging out with Tom Paris. Give me, a, give me anything. Oh, I, I would love to see Worf in this. Me too. That'll be great. I mean, yeah. Worf, Worf, uh, Worf, and like Bolana Torres hook up. Mm-hmm. Like we need that. Like get Tom Paris out of the picture. Who cares? <laughs> let's get let's get our two Klingon friends together. Um, yeah. Well, we're not going to play matchmaker anymore. We've got a uh, uh, more Star Trek Picard to watch in the meantime. There's only three <laughs> episodes remaining in the season already. Holy cow! Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I think it's only a few short months after that that uh, Discovery is going to be coming back a little bit later in the year for their third season, which I'm also really excited about because I have no idea what to expect from it at all. So mm-hmm. excited about that as well. 
in the meantime, you can head on over to cinemageekly.com to check out the archives of the show. And, of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. Just search for I'm a Doctor, Not a Podcast. Hit subscribe, and that way you can hear us come back next time and talk about more Star Trek Picard Season 1, Episode 8. It's called Broken Pieces. Broken Pieces.